Welcome to another edition of Gain and Retain 365, where our goal is to educate and motivate aspiring entrepreneurs on how to get started. Today we have a very, very, very important guest. I'm allowing him to introduce himself. Uh, my name is Corey Bester, and uh, I'm representing Mind Over Matter Fitness. That's, that's exactly what I do. I'm a personal trainer. That's what's up, my guy. That's what's up, man. How long you been in the business, man? Uh, since 2017. Uh, this year is like my official year of doing it full time. Um, at first, I was doing it part time. You know, I was working and then doing it part time stuff like that. So that's that's really about let's see, since January, I think. Since okay. January first, I believe. So you coming up on a solid year, a hundred percent self employed. Yes, sir. Man, how has that journey been? Uh, it has its ups and it has its downs for sure. Uh. I say I work more for myself than I have any other corporation. Uh, it's all day, it's all day thing. Just sitting there trying to think of different ways to, you know, broaden my brand, um, help someone with um, an illness as far as they might have um, tendonitis, arthritis, scoliosis, high blood pressure, stuff like that. So you just got to stay on your P's and Q's on how you can help this person or these individuals without actually hurting them. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Corey, take, so take me back, man. What, what, what pushed you into this industry, man? What pushed you into physical fitness? My pops, originally, um, my pops always been a gym rat. So uh, I just remember me being a kid and me always wanting to go with him. So me just walking through the gym, seeing everybody working out and stuff, and then seeing him being so big and brawly. So that really, that was the main thing right there. And then he used to always make me do push-ups, sit-ups, crunches, bear crawls, all down the hallway and stuff like that. So <laughs> okay. that, was the main, that was the first thing right there. Um, and then the second thing was just my family in general because I lost a lot of my family members due to, uh, you know, health issues like diabetes and high blood pressure and stuff like that. And um, that made me want to change my family at first and then um, I ended up having my son, so that made me be all the way 100 with it and, uh, like, take it seriously. So that would make me go back to school when I had my son. Okay. So you um, pretty much grew up in it. Yeah. To say the least. Yeah. So I know the ins. I already knew the ins and outs of it before I went to school. I just didn't know the professional side of it. Okay. Yeah. And then losing certain family members to illnesses, it made you adapt a more healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. um, I remember le losing... I think like four family members back to back to back. Really? Yep. One died from a massive heart attack. Uh, one died from diabetes. She had both her legs amputated. And the doctor said that she would actually survive or she would live for a long amount of time because she had both her legs amputated. Then I had another family member die from high blood pressure. And I had another uh, family member die from diabetes. So, wow. Yeah. It, wow. Was, it was some tough losses at that because I was close to all of them. I understand. Yeah. Man, to say the least. Health is wealth. Mm -hmm. We can't do nothing without it. That's a fact. Man. So I see you mentioned that before you went back to school, You, uh, what type of training did you have to do prior to becoming a physical uh, fitness trainer? I did a uh, year. I did two years in school, and then uh, it was like different uh, semesters. Like our gym actually had 
I mean, our school actually had a gym in it. Okay. So uh, that was like our lab. So we would do uh, our school work, like the the book the book part of it, the first half, and then after that we would go to the gym and we would have to basically make up our own workouts based off of what we just learned that day and mm. test it on each other. Okay. Yeah. So uh, I did that for two years, and then after my after that, I had to actually take my certification test. Through uh, you can either do NASM or uh, dang, what was the other one? I can't remember because we, we had two different books. We had NASM and we had the other one. We could choose on which ones we could do, and I chose NASM. Okay. Yeah. And it took you a year. So it took me two years to graduate, and the NASM test. It only took me like an hour. It was okay. like 150 uh, tests. So that was, that's, that's how long it normally takes, two years for the training? Mm -hmm. Okay, and that's the theory and hands-on? Yeah. Okay. That's the school I went to. So some people, they might go, because just, I just did personal training, because some people might do something else as far as coaching, so they might have to do four years or something like that, or they might have to do an online thing where they can just do that, take a test, and then they can get it like that. Mm. So, But I did mine the long way so that way I can actually have a breakdown and I can do hands-on so I can understand fully understand what it is that I'm doing before I go to someone or have a client come to me and I don't want to hurt them you know I want to actually know what I'm doing right so I can actually help them instead of because a lot of a lot of trainers they don't really take it serious they just look at it like all right you know I'm a trainer I can do this I can do that they don't really take it enough serious to the point to where you know they don't remember that the client can get bored just as just as much as you can, or they might not feel motivated as you. You got to keep them motivated. It's basically like a, your child, bro. Like you got to keep them motivated. You got to baby them. You got to be there with them, like a whole step away. You know, keep them uplifted, making sure they're doing everything right as far as uh, eating, as far as form, as far as breathing, all that. So you got to make sure you stay like right there on them. Man. So you have to be very knowledgeable about your craft. Yep. Man. Was the theory aspect of it was it very difficult? Uh, kind of, sorta, because some stuff was tricky, um, and some stuff like I just fully understood right out the gate. But uh, what I ran into the most part was uh, stuff that I had never encountered before. Um, like one woman had. Uh, she had scoliosis, she had uh, arthritis in both knees, and she had a blown rotator cuff, and she had asthma. Mm. So that was something that was tough. That's a combination. Yeah, so oh um, you gotta know what you can and what you can't do. And for me, I didn't wanna take that on because I look at it like, okay, that's a hazard to towards me. Mm -hmm. You can't really do anything because one, you're not, I have to. I need to get a form from your doctor saying that you can do this, so that way I won't get in trouble. You right. know, if you hurt yourself, right, or whatever. Uh, and then two, um, I need to see if you can actually hold your own, or whatever. And I look at it like arthritis is okay. I can do certain things arthritis. You got a blown rotator cuff that's not, uh, rehab, uh, not rehabbed or whatever. Um, you got scoliosis, so you can't bend over. Um, and then you got asthma, so that means you, I can go hard on you, but I can't go as, can't as go hard, hard, you know right. what I'm saying? So yeah. I told her, you know, water aerobics would be the best thing for her. Mm. So, you know, you got to learn how to turn some things away, you know, turn some things down. Yeah, that sounds like a liability itself. Mm -hmm. Wow. 
Man, so once you finish your, your education and you became, became certified, right? Mm -hmm. Certified personal trainer? Yes, sir. Okay. And what was your process after that, man? Uh, I was excited, so I had, I had a lot of ambition, for sure. I was right out the gate with it. Uh, I just was, you know, word of mouth. Uh, at the time, I think I was using Snapchat at first, because I used to work out myself, and then I was going live on Facebook, and then people just started coming in, like coworkers I had, and then, you know, people that knew me already just started flooding in. And honestly, I started off with like 20 clients, like right out the gate. And then I kept growing, I kept growing. And I'll never forget it, bro, I'll never forget it. it uh, my main client, who uh, was like the face of it, she had to move to Atlanta for her job. Okay. And it seemed like it was a domino effect. When she left, everybody left. Really? Man, I went from like 30 plus clients to one so fast. That's crazy, bro, because yeah. at that point, I'm like, well, y'all here for me or for her? Man, I'll, I, get, I mean, because I look at it, it's, I really try to create my atmosphere like a family thing. That way, you know, everybody is comfortable with each other. There's no type of animosity or nothing like that. Right. Um, I make sure all my clients get along or whatever. I try to, you know, make sure that I, I introduce each other if they come in, if, hmm. you know, if it's a new face or something like that. Sometimes I forget because I'm in tune with what I'm doing and then I introduce each other. Like, I try to make sure it's a good atmosphere. Um... But man, when I say she, it was three of them that left. Uh, they all worked with each other, or whatever. And when they when they left, man, it just all that it all fell apart. Man, so how how did you shake back from that, man? man I had to. It's a mind over metal, you know. I had to shake back for sure. I had to really just dig down deep because I was discouraged. My feelings was hurt, uh, and I had doubts for sure. Um, but. Well, I just worked with that one client, and you know, like we talked before, the camera came on, which was Mac mm -hmm. or whatever. And I worked with Mac the entire time. I made sure I put out his entire process, and when everybody kept seeing, you know, what he was doing, how stronger he was getting, how his endurance was getting built, um, how much weight he was losing, how his skin, his hair, and everything was looking different, they started coming. Like they was flooding quick, transforming. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. Man, so so that from them being able to follow up that journey online, you started to build it back up. Mm -hmm. What other techniques did you use to build the clientele? Uh, How did you gain? I was passing out cars at barbershops, um, at you know some barbers that I knew, or I was just passing out cars in general. Uh, you know, I was going to my uh, my mama's job, passing out cars. I was going to like my cousin job, my old job. I was just, you know, passing out cars and stuff like that to, you know, keep me alive. And now that I look back on it, uh, I laugh at it because I was so private back then. Because I, that was a whole new world for me. I wasn't used to, you know, just talking to people I didn't know and stuff like that. So the only thing I had on there was just my email. Really? Yeah. No phone number? No phone number, no Come nothing. on, just man. My email, and I was like, I know I was tripping for Oh, uh, man. But, uh... No social media, nothing. No, just no, an email. Nothing. Just an email, man. That's I can only imagine how many uh, calls you received. Well, email, emails yeah. you received. Man. And I was like, dude, I don't know what was wrong with me. I, I, yeah, I really was tripping. I was just... I mean, that's just how private I've always been. So, um, just actually talking to people I didn't know was something new and out of my atmosphere. So um, it kind it actually worked though. Um, 
it wasn't even an email. It was just simple fact that they knew somebody that knew me and they got in touch with me like that. So that was the way it worked for me. Just, you know, people already know me. So I know you, you had to definitely, man, you had to come out of your comfort zone. Yeah. So you weren't, you're not just the biggest uh, people person. No, nah, I'm not. So how, how does that work, man, being a physical trainer? But it take growth. Uh, yeah. Me being, you know, me just at, coming out of that, that bubble, just me telling myself that each and every day, hey, if you did something you want to do, you're going to have to, you know, come out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to talk. You're going to have to be, you know, on your P's and Q's when it comes to business, because right. this is business at the end of the day. Right. You're going to have to feed yourself and your, your family right. off of this. So that was, a, that was a thing. So, yeah, I think I took it, like, one day at a time, and then over as time, you know, over as the time, you know, got went over or whatever, I got better and better and better. I still feel like I'm I'm better than I was. I still feel like I have a little a little more work to do for sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I know, man. Personal trainers, man, you know, they got to deal with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, they got to keep it high energy because, yeah. you know, they paying you to show them how to work out. Mm -hmm. But I feel like a lot of times they paying for your energy. You know what I mean? They are. To hold them accountable as uh, well. Yeah, I get that a lot, the accountability for sure. Uh, they all want that uh, because they can't do it themselves. Nah. But um, how my method is, I work with the mind first. So I put you through, when you first start, I put you through, excuse me, I put you through um, a light workout. Okay. To basically boost, you know, boost your confidence, to make it seem like, you know, you can actually do this. This is going to be fun. Right. And next day is straight slaughterhouse. <laughs> oh, slaughter man. You, you, you do them like that, man? Yeah, Tricking them, ain't you? Mm -hmm. I got to because okay. I tell them um, every day in life, you know, in life in general, is not going to be easy. I said, so you got to hold yourself accountable is what you asked me to, right? I'm holding you accountable. I'm putting you through, it, through a workout that I know for a fact is going to work. It's going to benefit you and your health. So you can be around for your kids, you know, for the long haul and, you know, for yourself in general so you can feel good about yourself. And then on top of that, um, I look at it like you have a stressful day at work, spouse may stress you out, whatever the case may be. This is the place right here for you to get all that anger and frustration out or stress in general. However you feel in that day, this is the place right here that you can get out because my, my, uh, my all-time goal is to make sure my clients walk away tired and happy mm. you know what i'm saying because they are they tired when they walking out them gates right but they laughing and playing you know when they text me like you know you was on that bull you know today yeah but i appreciate it, you know right. we cracking jokes back and forth so i that's i like that because of whatever they was going through that day i helped i helped with that mm. so i start with the mind first and then the body and then of course you know the spirit comes so okay i make sure i i, I take all those things so man, what's the what's the day to day routine look like for you, man? Man, fourteen a.m. It's my alarm. I get up. Uh, I meditate. I drink my my lime water. Activate my uh my digest my digestive system. Uh, then I take my elderberry, then my uh, multivitamins, and I drink me some tea or whatever. And then I go to the, I hit the gym. Five o'clock. That'd be my first session. Uh, six o'clock, second session, and then after six o'clock, I'll go back to the crib, get my son ready for school, take him to school. Seven thirty, next session. Eight o'clock, next session. Nine, 
10, and then sometimes 11, sometimes 12. So uh, that's that's my day-to-day -day thing uh, every day. Um, so about 11, 12 o'clock hit, taking a shower, I might take a nap or something. Okay. Shout out to you, name myself. So I'm curious, man, when you were you were telling about your routine, you start you start the day off with the fluids. Mm -hmm. When do you when do you take in any food, any solids? Uh, I take in my solids after uh, I get done with my six o'clock. Okay. Like I get something like some oatmeal. Uh, I make sure I get a smoothie for sure. I drink. I uh, I got the the little frozen fruit uh, fruit bags. Um, well, shout out to my old lady. She really be she the one that do all that for me. Okay. Uh, my girl do everything for me. Like when it comes to my food and stuff like that, because I might not even eat. Cause that's just how busy I be at some some days. Some days, but um, she makes sure I get my stuff. So she asked me that morning or I me mean that night. What do I want? Do I want a smoothie so I can take it to the gym or something like that? Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. Uh, I eat some oatmeal or she'll cook, actually cook for me. Um, like maybe spinach with some uh, scrambled eggs and um, turkey sausage. And I eat that and you know, I'm right back out the door. Okay, okay. So man, once you, um, I'm gonna rewind, I'm gonna go back in just a little bit. You got you got certified. What other steps did you have to take as far as turning turning your business into a business, turning mind over matter into a business? What did you do? Uh, I had to get my uh, my what's the name? Uh, what's the name of it? My uh, LLC. Yeah, I had to get my LLC. So what I did was uh, shout out to Mac on that one because Mac helped me with that. Okay. Uh, we did an online thing that way I. Uh, you know, I sent them my $45 and put in all my information and stuff like that. And they sent me back, you know, this is your business. Or right. So basically, it's, it's something that's simple, something that's quick, real quick. Uh, it don't take very much time at all. So that was the first thing. And then after that, I turned my Instagram page into uh, my business page or whatever. Um, but I mainly post on, uh, on Facebook. So uh, I turned my Facebook into a business page as well. Um, my first Facebook page got hacked, so I had to create a whole new Facebook page, and it's just, you know, strictly workouts, strictly, you know, clients laid out on the ground and stuff like that, so uh, that was the, that was the main thing, and then this, uh, getting my flyers out there, you know, with my times, the payments, and how they go, and stuff like that, and uh, then, you know, getting my merch and stuff like that, so. Uh, it's a, it's, I definitely was, I was on it for sure, like coming, really getting with it. And then I had a couple of clients get on to me too, because I was, you know, playing around a lot too. So about, you know, about my merchandise and then websites and stuff like that. So, so how does your, how does your merchandise do? Uh, I haven't even actually dropped any of it yet, but everybody is wanting it. Really? Because they see the cutoff sleeve one right there that I brought, and then uh, I have uh, some holster tops as well that I haven't even dropped yet. Nobody even knew about until just now, so. Okay, spoiler, uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. What's the, uh, what's the hold up, man, we're waiting on? It was hard at first because the person that actually did them, uh, we lost contact or whatever. Uh, and I, it's hard to find somebody to do them out here. And I just, I, I come across somebody's work and then I get in contact with them. And then, you know, it just, our times just never meet up. So I think, that's what it was on my end or whatever. So what I did is, well, so I say what I'm going to do is do it myself. That way I can just go get my own press, 
learn how to do it myself, and then, you know, I ain't got to worry about anything. Just, you got to just cut the middle man out. Yeah. So, um, how, how many clients to date would you say that you're working with? Uh... It's, I say right now, at first I was at, I was at like 30, uh, 32 at first, and then I dropped down to 25, and then I got down to 10, because it's cold outside, that'd be the slowest times, uh, so, but right now I'm back up at 18, so, it seems like when I lose clients, they could just, I get new clients every time, so I'm back at 18 right now. What is that, what is that cycle like, man, as far as the, the clients coming and going? Uh, at first, it it took a lot out of me. At first, it did, but now I just I kind of understand it, cause you know it's either they want it or they don't. Um, and then you know sometimes you know life happens. So some people go through some things that they just can't deal with right now. So they just want to take a break, um, or they just don't have the funds to you know keep up with it. Um, but it right now it doesn't it doesn't bother me because it's like I've been doing it so long it's to the point to where I actually feel when it's coming. Mm -hmm. So um, you just have to I just make sure I actually you know save my money and stuff like that. That way I won't have to you know worry and be in no trouble when that when the cold time comes. I got you. Yeah. Prepare yourself for it mm -hmm. in advance. So you uh said so the winter fall and winter that season is like the slowest for personal training. Yep. Yeah. It is. I don't, I don't know what it is. In my mind, you would think that this would be the time you really grind the most. Right. So you can shine. You know, yeah, spring, spring and summertime. You know, right. that's when your bathing suits and all the sundresses come out. But that ain't how their mind work. They, they soon spring hit. That's why all my my phone get to blowing up. Then. They want to work out. Yeah. Or they got birthdays coming up or something like that. Don't waste the last minute to try to lose ten pounds, bro. It'd it be. 10 days or 15 days before their birthday and they be asking me how much weight can they lose in 15 days and i just tell them it's up to you really right um it depends on you you're gonna have to go on a, a real strict diet for you to do that in 15 days speaking I, speaking of diets man i, I don't want to cut you off so i know you provide the physical fitness part of it right mm -hmm. do you provide them any meal plans or do you uh, lead it to, to the nutritionist i do if they ask um, but for the most part, I do try to leave it to the nutritionist, uh, because some diets may not work for everybody. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I really do try to leave it to them, but if they really ask, I actually do it for them, you know, free of charge or whatever. So I just, I try to stay out of that or whatever, but, or I get them a grocery list to, to go get some stuff, something like that. But, uh, I try to stay out of it as much as I can when it comes to the, uh, the actual diet, diet part. I just make sure, I just tell them to make sure they eat clean. Right. Stay away from the fried food, stay away from you know, all the fast foods, the restaurants and stuff like that. You can maybe have a cheat day once a week or something, but you know, some of them, you know, when the weekend come, they go crazy. Right, yeah. right, right. Turn the cheat, mm -hmm. the cheat day into the whole weekend. Man. Right. And you see it come Monday, so whatever they lost that, that week, and they come back Monday, they done gained it back. How you keep them disciplined, man? How you keep them focused on the goals? Uh, well, what I do is I ask them what what type of goals are is it that they set for themselves, and I tell them to either grab a picture or someone that you know motivates them, a woman, their mama, a celebrity, whoever, you know that they want the, their body to look like. So that helps sometimes 
and I punish them. So if they was to, like I said, I get them a cheat day that once a week. If they was to do it the whole weekend and they come back Monday and I see it, I punish them for it. How, how can you tell if they went the whole weekend? You see it in they, uh, their energy uh -huh. in the workout and then the pudge and they come. Yeah, because <laughs> still sitting right there. <laughs> so, man, the weekend has passed by and you can tell that the... The, the weekend was a cheap weekend. The mm -hmm. food ain't digested. They probably had too much fast food, too many sugars, yep. and too many carbs. Huh? Yep, and it's still sitting on. Still sitting yep. on. It don't digest fast, especially if you was um, eating clean for such for so for such amount of time, mm -hmm. and then you know you just go all out on the weekend. It's just still sitting there because your body ain't, you know, it's still confused on trying to breaking it down already. So it's just sitting there the entire time. You. You may, and then I tell people, you still got food on you from the weekend. So the food you had this morning or in that lunch is sitting on top of that food that you had from this weekend. Had them digest. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's when you you give them more, give them extra reps. Oh man, they be straight torture. Really? Yeah. So you lean more on doing a lot of cardio. You do weights. Uh, I do it all. Do it all. Mm -hmm. It's a CrossFit, y'all. No, yeah. I don't. I don't do the CrossFit. Uh, I do uh, weight training. I do cardio. Calisthenics, boxing, uh, yoga, um, and we know we might stick some, you know, football drills in there and stuff like that. They they don't know it's football drills, but right, right. We we'll, we'll stick some stuff in there like that. <laughs> okay, okay, I got you, man. Hey, I forgot to I forgot to touch on this, man. Prior to doing physical training, what what, what were you doing, man? Um, I was working at a warehouse and driving uh, box trucks. And uh, COVID hit, um, our, my job shut down, then I went into construction. Didn't like construction because of the pay, so uh, that made me go to Amazon because I had experience driving. Um, and then, you know, Amazon laid me off, I think within maybe like three, four months or something because of COVID, so they say. Mm. But, uh, but I, you know, I appreciate them for giving me a chance, an opportunity for work for them or whatever, but they the ones that made me start full-time, actually. So I appreciate them, actually. Yeah, that's what you appreciate them for, man, for, yeah. for firing you, yeah. to be honest, mm -hmm. push you into your purpose, man. Yep. Man, that's what's up. So, man, what, what ways do you use to retain your clients, to keep them coming back? Uh, I keep a friendly atmosphere as far as, like, I feel like all my clients is like my family. Like I have a lot of sisters and then, you know, aunties and stuff like that. So um, I try to make sure the atmosphere is cool. Um, and I also keep them, like I keep up with them on a day-to-day -day basis. I try to keep up with them on a day-to-day -day basis, I don't want to lie. But then they'll seem like, no, you don't. Right, right, right. But I try to keep up with them on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, and then, you know, I may send them, like we have some deep conversations sometimes, me and my clients, because of what they're going through. So uh, I try to be as uh, much as a big brother or a family member in general as possible. So, uh, and then on top of that, I just try to make it fun. Um, we do, we have a lot of laughter going on too. So I feel like that eases, that breaks the ice, you know, cause they already coming in with doubts. Mm. So they don't really know they want to do this. They don't know if they can do this. So, you know, by me kind of, you know, breaking that barrier and making it fun, you know, joking with them and stuff, that, that makes it fun for them. So they, they actually come back. Got you. Man, who, who are some of the uh, 
physical fitness trainers that you look up to, man? You got any, any mentors that you look to for guidance? Uh, my first uh, one that I ever came across was Daryl Ellis, which was actually my uh, my trainer. He was my boxing coach, and he was, like, giving me the ropes way before I even thought about training. Um, and then I had Omar uh, Bolden. He out of Cali. And, um, of course, um, I can't even think of his name right now. I can't believe this. Mike Rasheed. Uh, those are the three that actually uh, I look I look to uh, because they some animals, man. Especially on my bowling. We're like I feel like we're in the same field as far as uh, training because of the stuff that he do with his clients and the same I do with mine. Mm. Man, so is the is the training part of it? Is it is it very profitable? Yeah, it is. It definitely can be. Um, I feel like you just have to know what you're doing. Um, it's some, it's some work for sure. Uh, I just think if you just keep putting that work in, then, you know, it'll actually come out profitable for you. Um, but I feel like if you just lazy and stuff like that and uh, you ain't really trying to put the leg work in, then it won't be. But I try to make sure when I'm pricing that it's a fair price mm -hmm. or whatever. Because when I first started out, it was just, I think I was charging people. Uh, like 70, 65, 75 dollars or something like that for that's a per, month. That's for a month? Mm hmm. Wow. Um, and then, you know, it's big. The, the more clients I got and the better I got, the more I seen my results play off, the more I went up on my, uh, on my prices. But I make sure my prices are fair for sure. And I know you're going to get a bang out of your book. So I try not to go over the head with the prices. I know some people do because of, you know, whatever they, uh, they might have a bigger facility and stuff like that. Um, so I think they charge that price just for the, for the simple fact they got to pay their rent, mm. and, you know, and feed their families or whatever. But like I tell people, I try to treat it like, uh, over the American Gangster with their, uh, the Blue, Blue Magic. Magic. Yeah. That's how I try to, that's how I try to do it. I feel like the, the a good price, I actually have them coming your way. So, uh, more clients come, the better the, the the better the profit for sure. And then especially when you provide good quality service, yeah. man, you know, it'll sell itself. Yeah. Um do you have you have any mentees, man? Any guys up under you that you're you're teaching them the ropes? Uh let me see. No, I had one. Um but um she Went off and started doing her own thing, which I big up to. Her. Right, no right, hard, right. No hard feelings at all. Uh, but she would call me on a regular. You know, we would chop it up on what she could, what she should, what she shouldn't do. You know, making sure their form and everything is just on point. Like, I used to tell her, you want to be strategic with your clients. Like, you have to be on them for sure because you don't want – man, it could be something just so small, smaller tweak, and, like – they won't be feeling the same because of, you know, their body ain't, you know, what it was when they was younger or just the simple fact that um, they just don't feel right or they just uncomfortable and then they just automatically, you know, point the finger at you. So you really want to be careful. And I like this is, I got my, they got their life in my hand. So I used to make sure I tell her that. So, um, but she doing good for herself for sure because she training right now too. So it's good. Yeah, I uh I still be watching and stuff. She don't know I'll be watching, but I definitely be watching. That's what's up, man. 
Let me let me ask you this. So besides in the beginning when you you lost that one, you say it was one client or three clients left at the same time. Uh, three left at the same time. Okay, and then just kind of like it was a domino effect. Mm -hmm. You start losing client after client, right? Besides that, what other trials and tribulations have you had to endure since you started your own business? Uh, me just waking up and not having it that day. Me just second guessing. Uh, is, can I really do this? Is this something that I'm really supposed to be doing? Is it really worth it? Um, you know, just that battle within or whatever. Uh, I feel like I've had that battle maybe all year. I'll say that. Uh, I've had that battle all year uh, because I had, it was real tough. Let me see, I think December 24th of last year, I got my truck stole. I had all my equipment in my truck. Um, I had all type of stuff in my truck, you know, my backpacks, all the type of fitness equipment I had, uh, money, wallet, all that, man, just gone. Um, and then, you know, like I said, I lost my job right after that. So I was down bad uh, after that. So mentally, and then, you know, with COVID was going on, I was losing family members left and right. So mentally, I really did not have it. Um, I was not focused. Um, I even got out of shape a little bit. Um, I ain't gonna say a little bit, a lot. Um, and I think my son was the one that actually got me through it for sure. Um, just seeing him smiling still, you know, and telling me it'd be all right was the, the my breaking point in me getting myself back together. And me just saying, you know, I come from, you know, trials and tribulations, so I feel like this is just another obstacle that I need to overcome. Mm. So it was, that's why I say mind over matter has definitely been a lifestyle for me because it's always been mind over matter for me. So uh, I've always had trials and tribulations. I've always had issues just come up out of nowhere and it just affect me and affect the family, affect, you know, the people I was around. And I just feel like I just always had to overcome things. So I've been overcoming things since I was 13. So mm. it's... I've, I've, it's a lifestyle for sure. No stranger to adversity, man. Yeah. yeah. A lot of hurdles might come up in life, but we got to jump over them. Mm -hmm. Most. Well, I try to tell people, man, like, no matter how hard life get, you got to keep fighting for sure. Because there's it's always something good on that other side. Right. When you, once you keep fighting. And it's worth it. Yeah. And don't lay down. Right. Yeah. Stand up and fight, man. Mm -hmm. Stand up and fight. My brother. So, what, um, what, is training that the only only business endeavor that you're involved in right now? Do mm -hmm. you have some other things going on? Yeah, uh, training is the only thing I'm involved in right now. Uh, I mean, I have some uh, other things in mind as far as, you know, my clothes and stuff like that. Uh, and I want to get into uh, stocks and stuff. So I want to get into investing. And, well, I've already invested. I invested in uh Nike and stuff like that, but um, I want to get into stocks as well, you know, try to learn that real so I could, you know, have some 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 cushion to do some other things. I got you. Yeah, definitely, man. You do it right. It can be lucrative, man. Yeah. Making the right decisions and being strategic with it. Yes, sir. For sure, for sure. Uh, so I'm curious, man, what, um, what words of encouragement would you give anyone listening that's is wanting to branch off into 
personal training or start their own business, what would you tell them? Uh, make sure it's something that you want to do. Uh, and if you're going to do it, put your best foot forward. Don't don't mind the naysayers uh, because, you know, they don't understand your, your journey and what you're trying to do. So, uh, you know, don't worry about, you know, what the outside people are talking about. Um, and be strategic. Actually have a plan and execute your plan day to day. Um, and have a complete circle and support and support system. You know, th those negative, I call them negative Nancy's, you know, those negative Nancy's you got to get rid of. You do. Um, and save your money for sure. Like if you're going to. If, if being an entrepreneur is something that you want to do, you have to save your money. Save your money and put it into back into your business to make it lucrative for yourself. Words of wisdom, most definitely. Man, so um, any any future endeavors that you have coming up, anything special coming up with Mind Over Matter that you want to you wanna share with the world? Uh, yeah, I'm looking for a building right now. So once I actually find me a building, then we all gas, no brakes. Okay. For sure. I like that. Mm -hmm. Next level. Yeah. Okay. I'm, 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 that's, what, that's the main thing I've been working on right now is trying to find a building, trying to go ahead and go find my little torture shop. You know what I'm saying? That man say my torture shop. Yeah. <laughs> be torturing them people, Yeah, man. I tell them every day, kill or be killed. Okay. Which one you want? Right. You gonna kill or you be killed? Which one? And the like, majority of the time they be killed if they be laid out, so that's fun. That's what's up. I can see. I can. I can sense the passion, man, that you oh, have yeah. for for your craft, and that's yeah. amazing. That's amazing, man. Yes, sir. Um. So to everyone listening, man, what? How can you be reached, man? How can they contact you? Uh, you can get in contact with me on Facebook, Corey Bester, Corey C O R E Y Bester, B as in boy, E S T E R, and on Instagram, Deshawn D E S H A W N underscore. Stay flexing. Um, those are the two things you can get, you know, see on me, see me the most or whatever. So if y'all are, you know, want to get a little work in, you know, right. DM get, or inbox. Get tortured, man. You know that man say get tortured. Yeah. Get your body right. Get your mind and body right. Man, most definitely, man. You, anything that you would like to share with the world, man, before we, before we tune off? Uh, just stay tuned. I'm coming. If you don't know about me now. You gonna hear about me for sure. I'm coming. That's what's up, manifestations, man. We speaking into existence, man. Yes, sir. Yeah. Bro, I appreciate you for taking time out, coming yeah. to be with us, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you, man, sure. for having me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Wake up. 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 Wake up.